You're listening to the Ramble Room. You're listening to the Ramble Room. It's my fucking birthday. And she turned 24. <laughs> that didn't rhyme. No, I was going to say like 22 because that would have rhymed. But then I was like, <laughs> two years, two. Plus late. two. <laughs> um, yes, this is a special edition of Ramble Room. It's recorded on Melissa's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Melissa. I'm going to add some like, like confetti. You have a sound effects pad right there that you could utilize. Okay. You used the wrong ones. Now you're just using all of them. Great. Now you use the music one, which lasts too long. Anyway. Yeah, that's what it sounds like inside my head. Just like all of the sounds. <laughs> all of those sound effects. Oh, man. <laughs> well, this week what, we watched Up, Up, and Away. <laughs> yeah, why do you look confused? Because well, we our schedule is a little off this this week because... We're recording early, which is why we're yes. recording on my birthday. Yeah. Because Ariana's going out, out of town this coming week. Going to New York, baby. So we kind of have to record early. And yeah. then our parents are out. And then I'm I'm also leaving at some yeah. point this weekend. There's so a lot of had things happening. We don't have time to record later in the week, so no. we're doing it now. But this year for Melissa's birthday, <laughs> last year was, was kind of like sucky. Like, I mean, you couldn't really see anybody. Still, you can't really see that but, many people. But Ari threw an office-themed birthday party for me, which was very nice. I did. I like to go big and bold for birthdays. Um, but this year, I I asked some of her friends and family to, like, send in videos of, like, either advice or a fun memory or whatever just like wishing her happy birthday and quite a few people delivered and i thank you from the bottom of my heart it means the world to me to know how many people love her um but yeah me too (laughs) but (laughs) thank you to everyone who who sent in messages that was very nice yes but i uh at the end i added (laughs) so there's an app called cameo and you can basically pay celebrities to talk to you. And I got like, Send little messages. I got like eight of them. Like, <laughs> she had so many. I got Eric Von Denton. I was like, how much money did you pay for this shit? A lot. <laughs> so yeah, the first one was Eric Von Denton, which was hilarious. Which is perfect because it's like this brink. Perf- yeah, it's perfect <laughs> for the podcast. Um, and he basically, what was his life advice to you? He said to just rollerblade through life. That is a direct quote because I'm sure Ariana said something about how we watch Brink. I told him, I basically, I said we were big fans of Princess Diaries growing up. And I said, and we also have seen Brink. Like, that's all I said. And then he goes, Brink is a classic, total (laughs) classic. You didn't tell him how we just completely tore it. Absolutely ripped it to shreds. shreds. No, absolutely. And how I never want to watch it again after my sixth time. But um, still, I'm just going to take that advice and rollerblade through life, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also got Jamie Lynn Beatty and Kurt Mega, who are from Team Star Kid, which is a theater troupe from YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah, they could, they hail from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually out of University of Michigan. Yes. Go blue. Represent. Um, and then I got Oscar from The Office and <laughs> Jeremy Sumter from Peter Pan, which we're going to have to review at some and point. Sean on this. Ferris. And I got her Sean Ferris from Sleepover. <laughs> and my most excited one that I was so happy for was Dulé Hill because Melissa and I have seen Psych like so many times. And, Psych uh, is a wonderful show. It if is. you have not watched it. It's my favorite, probably. It's it's hilarious. We grew lie. up with it. It's still funny. Yeah, I still watch it to this day. 
Um, and he's also in Holes, which is another movie that Melissa oh, yeah. and I like just love watching all the time. <laughs> so it was a very special moment, and I'm really glad that it turned out how I had hoped. Yes, but thank was, you for that. Yeah, it was a fun day. <laughs> I am very glad that we that I decided to do that. So yeah, um, so we watched you, Up and Away. Yeah, as you said, we watched Up and <laughs> up, 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 up and Away. Yeah. And this movie is the first movie, um. That released in 2000, the year 2000. They made it out of the 90s, baby! They survived. Finally. And they made it into the new millennium. They did it, guys. <laughs> and they started with Up, Up, and Away. They did. They really, really did us like that. <laughs> and the synopsis for this is, it's a comedy adventure film about a boy from a family of superheroes who, despite not having any superpowers of his own, is called on to save the world. Which, I mean, Sky High had to be, like, heavily... Yeah, I've, I see a few different few different films being pretty influenced by this movie, Up, Up, yeah. and Away. I mean, Sky High is kind of like word for word. Like, I'm pretty sure when we get to that point, which it's not a Disney Channel original, but when we do inevitably review that, because we will. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of word for word, the same synopsis. But there is a different, different moral at the end of the whole movie, which is nice. Yeah. So the movie, it starts, let, let me just do a rundown of the characters so that we can get yes, this please. out of the way. Because I don't remember any of their names. So Scott Marshall, Scott is the main character. He's the f- almost 14-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and he doesn't quite have superpowers yet. And the whole idea is that if you don't have superpowers by the age of 14, right. you're not having them. You're not going to get them. You either get them before or you don't have them at all. And so his father, who's known as Bronze Eagle, he's a superhero. He's got the gift of flight. His mother yeah. is Warrior Woman. She has super strength. Mm-hmm. Um, then some. he's got an older brother, and his superhero name is Silver Charge because he's got super speed. And he's got electricity, like... Yes, electricity charge. He's got some lightning bolts coming out of his fingers. And then he's got a little sister younger than him who already has powers... Laser eyes and x-ray vision. Yeah, but she doesn't have a superhero name yet. I'm assuming you get it once you're 14. Will your parents give you a superhero name? Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, So her name's just Molly. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's got grandfather and grandmother. I believe they're the dad's parents. And and they've got superpowers. The grandfather can fly as well, but just really slow because he's old. (laughs) And then... And then it looks like the grandmother has the ability to morph. Yes. Shapeshift, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the rundown of the family. And then Scott also has two friends, Amy and Randy. Randy's like his best friend. They're all on a soccer team together. Yes. Which you thought Amy's name was Rosen. Originally. Yeah, I thought her name was Rosen. And I was like, that's a dope ass name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Rosen? That sounds like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You're going to start naming your kids <laughs> like Rosen. Yes. I you am. should. Rosen's a cool name. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> Rosen, Willow, Buffy, Cordelia. Xander. Xander. All those names. She she would fit right in that universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, her name is Amy, so it didn't count. It, yeah, her name is Amy Rosen. That's why they just call each other by their last name, so I was confused for the first half of the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, her name is Amy. <laughs> Cool. So we start off this movie finding out that the family has a a weakness, but the, like kryptonite. The basically the whole Randy comes over 
He's got zucchini bread wrapped in foil. And the the music goes from like happy, happy suburbs to there was a bomb in the house. Yeah, it was really and, intense. And like we're going, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And th- Randy is very confused too because they're all looking at him like he brought a bomb in the house. And they're like, what is that? And he goes, zucchini bread? And they're like, just set it on the just table. Just set it there. And then they don't explain that at all. It's just kind of like, okay, they're allergic to zucchini, I they, guess. Yeah, they don't explain it. And then they just show that the mom and dad are burying it six, six <laughs> feet underground in their backyard. But they like she's like got like... Uh, tongs. Tongs. Because she doesn't want to touch the foil. Because that's their kryptonite is aluminum foil, which we find out later. <laughs> but like at the moment... You're, that's, this is a lot of things where the pacing isn't really that great because no. <laughs> you're just kind of thrown into confusion. You go, what the f- hell is going on right now? Which is usually fine when you mm-hmm. just, you kind of have subtle questions and you're being introduced to mysterious things that you're right. questioning. But this is just all the questions at once. And it's like, it's like, I shouldn't, right. I shouldn't have to be this confused. <laughs> I like, should know make it a gist. little more subtle or something. Yeah. Or um, less subtle, maybe. <laughs> Is the problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so basically their weakness is foil. They also are always eating green foods like broccoli. Yeah, they eat nothing kale. but green. Apparently, they drink green too. Yeah, apparently green foods are like, you know, the superfood for superheroes and it keeps them strong. Do you think it was just Disney's way of being like, <laughs> eat, eat your, your vegetables, vegetables, kids? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, They're like, right. oh, this is a great plot point. <laughs> This is a great idea right now. Let's get those kids eating vegetables again. (laughs) Um, So then we're also introduced to the villains of this movie. Mm -hmm. Malcolm and Nina. And Nina. But Nina doesn't really know she's a villain. Yet this is, they've developed, Nina particularly, Mm -hmm. has developed a technology called Earth Earth Protectors. Protectors. (laughs) And their CD-ROMs, uh... That these kids are being given by their teachers at school, mm-hmm. and when they put it in their computer, they're kind of like hypnotized by the video, yeah. and they're able to be brainwashed. Now Nina wants to use this for quote unquote good things like recycling, mm-hmm. brainwashing them to not be violent to not or whatever. Litter. Yeah. yeah, to not litter. And she's like, this can be good for the earth. And Malcolm has more evil intentions. A sinister idea. Exactly. He's more like, uh, I can get them to rob a bank for me, <laughs> and then they'll get arrested, and I can get the money for it. Yeah. Um, but we basically go to the school. Teacher is the worst actress I've ever seen in <laughs> my entire life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not the best. And they basically have Malcolm there, who's like a spe- guest speaker in the class, mm-hmm. and he's passing out the CDs um, to or Scott DVDs and Randy. for, you know, them. that's like their homework assignment, basically. Yeah. And uh, my main problem with Malcolm (laughs) is he's telling all these kids, you better recycle that. You should really recycle that. Are you going to recycle that? And it's like, yeah, yeah, good. They need to recycle. Because you don't know he's evil yet. Right. But then the bitch gets in his car and throws a, I don't know if it's gum wrapper, a candy wrapper. Yeah. Whatever it is, just throws it out. And I was like, you litterer. (laughs) What the hell? You can't go around telling kids left and right, you need to recycle. And then just turn around and throw shit out the car window. Well, that's how you figure out that he's actually have, he's evil. I know. I was like, well, this dude sucks. He's a liar and (laughs) cheating. He doesn't know the territory. (laughs) Sorry. Is that music, man? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's <laughs> uh, roll with it. All right, I am. So then 
the so then Malcolm we see a shot of him going to a bank he's basically going to test out this program mm-hmm. on the you know cashiers or bank tellers thank you mm-hmm. for the bank tellers and so he kind of puts the program into their computer i don't even know how he yes. does that but and while this is happening we see um dad bronze eagle he's driving amy um, randy randy and scott, and scott to soccer There's, practice yeah and um and Scott and Amy are like we have to be there because both of them want to be team captain and it's like they're deciding who's team captain in like a couple of days or something. Yeah, so they want to make good impressions. Right. So then the dad gets like a whatever thing Alert. on his radar that he's like, "Oh shit, I like got to go take care of this bank robbery that's happening." And right. so he's like, "Oh, there's something wrong with the car." And it's funny cuz Amy's like, "This always happens when your dad is the one that's driving." Mm-hmm. And Scott's like, "I know. <laughs> I don't know what to say." And then we see him we just see th- clothes being thrown on a bush, and then all of a sudden, Bronze Eagle is there. <laughs> it's a little weird, but it's all right. And he he says up, up, and away every time, every he, time flies he flies off. It's almost like Shazam when like it's <laughs> yeah. like he has to say up, up, and away in order to fly. Yeah, I don't know. Is that required for him to fly? Or does he just like really like saying it? Because the grandpa says it later, and so does <laughs> Scott every time he goes to try and fly. Well, then maybe it's a requirement. Maybe you have to say up, up, and away. Up, up, and away. But it's not like the brother has to say super speed before he or, goes or electrify yeah he doesn't and the mom doesn't go it's strength not, <laughs> right like, it's not like harry potter where you have to say a spell in order for something to work yeah i will say what's really funny about this movie is molly is how old like 10 maybe 9 or 10 she's got laser eyes and yeah. she is constantly burning shit and her mom is like stop burning the flowers in the garden and yeah. stop burning your barbies it smells gross like there's so much shit that she's just like laser eyeing and she's like i don't care i know i kind I of really don't care it's i like her yeah it's a great little subplot there where the, the mom's just yelling at molly um so while the bank robbery is happening it ends up the programming ends up not working on adult brains yeah which Nina later explains and says, well, yeah, it only works on adolescent brains because they're growing. They're more susceptible to mm-hmm. that kind of and thing. And that's who she programmed it for. Yeah, she programmed it for the students. So now Malcolm's like, well, shit. I ha- now I have to try and manipulate kids into robbing banks. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. So he basically starts testing this on the kids, like making them all wear blue to school, mm-hmm. making them crave chocolate. Cho- yeah, crave chocolate. And then he, like, ups the ante the next time he gives, like, the videos are distributed and he has the kids steal money from their parents or family members or whatever. Yeah. And all, it, we, it shows all of the kids, like, going into their mom's purses and wallets and yeah, getting like money. Yeah, like, just taking money. Yeah, it's, it's like that whole entire um, sequence happens. But that's, you know, after he finds out it doesn't work on Adults. adult brains. Mm-hmm. But Bronze Eagle and Warrior Woman, the mom and dad... They come to stop this bank robbery. The mom, when she's beating up the bad guys or the people outside of the bank, there's no music at it, all. It feels weird because there's no music happening. She just comes down and she's like, ha, 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 cha, cha, cha. And you feel like there should be something going on. Some type of battle music. But it's just silence. It's just silence. But then, you like. Can he- I'm pretty sure you can hear birds tripping in the you back. You can hear. Like the feet scuffling on the 
cement you can hear the extras like saying random shit in the background like Like, whoa who's that right like you can hear everything and it's really weird and um and the mom and dad are just talking like normal normal conversation beating up these people it's very comedic and i don't know that they were intending on it being comedic but it's so funny i thought yeah it was hilarious because it was so uncomfortable like just having no music there yeah 100 percent. and their costumes all of their costumes Remind me of Jingle All the Way, like Sinbad yeah. and Arnold Schwarzenegger when they're wearing very blocky. Yeah, um, the Turbo Man mm-hmm. suits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know what I'm exactly talking about. Talking. But if you've never seen Jingle All the Way, then you might be confused. It's a good Christmas watch. They're just very plastic looking. Yes, I don't know how to like. Explain like it. it's like an action figure brought to life. Yeah, hundred percent. So it just kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, <laughs> and so I agree. I agree. They beat beat up the bank robbers or the people that were brainwashed into bank robbing um yeah but i this is the thing i didn't understand i want to talk to you about this <laughs> obviously why didn't they what like malcolm was the one that had the program mm-hmm. running and the guy was like what are you doing like what are you what's happening right. and he looked right at malcolm and that other guy who's driving but the two of them didn't get caught there and they end up on the sidelines how I'm not sure. And I don't know how they ended up blaming those three random people. I'm not sure. Maybe Malcolm is more of a genius villain than we're giving him credit for. I mean, maybe. I was just very confused. So (laughs) if you watch this, just know that we don't know either. Right. So now back to this idea of all the kids being brainwashed to do different things. There's the stealing the money. And, you know, beforehand with the whole wearing blue, the chocolate cravings, the son, Scott. Uh Uh-huh. He's been at this computer and he ends up, you know, once he starts the video, he's there for like two hours just staring at the computer. And he thinks it's been like two seconds. Right. And so the dad's kind of getting concerned. Bronze Eagle comes up there and he's like, what's going on? You've been on this computer for like three hours. And he goes, really? I I thought I was just here for like two minutes. He's yeah. like, no. So now dad's a little suspicious of these videos that keep coming in. And yet, when he steals the money and gets caught, he's like, no, you're just using that as an excuse. Yeah. It so doesn't then, make any sense. Yeah. So then Scott ends up stealing his whole, all of his family's money because of the brainwashing mm-hmm. thing. But because Molly has x-ray vision, she looks in his backpack and sees all the money and she's like, you did you steal it. You stole it. It's in your backpack. And yeah. he's like, I don't know how it got there because he's hypnotized, so he doesn't remember anything. Yeah. And so then the dad is, yeah, it's kind of stupid that now that dad who is suspicious about these programming is like... No, no. <laughs> no, this you is your did this, fault. You did this of your own volition. That's not... And you're going to be punished. Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay, Scott. You can't rob from your own family. <laughs> so then, um, his 14th birthday is like, what, three days away? Yeah. And, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal because he doesn't have his powers yet. He's worried. Mm-hmm. And his father keeps telling him he's... He also is trying to reassure him like, hey... There are some people who don't get their powers until the day before their 14th birthday. The day of their 14th birthday. And um, it, it he's not on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. But he is listening from behind a wall mm-hmm. by the kitchen. And he's listening to his parents. <clears throat> um, And they're like, his mom's like, maybe we should just cancel the party because they're going to have a birthday party for him. And she was like, he's going to be so disappointed if he doesn't have like a superpower. Yeah. And the dad's like, no, no, like, don't, we're not going to do that. He's going to be so bummed if we do cancel it, though. 
So because he's overhearing this, he starts to fake his powers. Yes. His grandparents come into town getting ready for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And he, he like unscrews the hinges in the door mm-hmm. and pretends to pull the door completely off of its hinges, mm-hmm. which is very similar to Sky High. Very. And then, <laughs> and then he also he, unrealistically is able to fake flight. <laughs> well, because his sister says he was trying, he was practicing how to fly, and then his dad's like, "Wait, can you fly?" And stupid Scott's like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit." So they're like, "Let us see." And so he goes out to the backyard. He goes out to the backyard. Says he gets up, a soccer up. ball. Yeah. <laughs> says up, up, and away, and throws the soccer ball. Bowl? The soccer bowl. <laughs> he throws the soccer ball into the tree, so it sounds like he hit the tree, I guess. And then they're all freaking out because they're like, oh my gosh, he hit the tree. So they run out to the front yard. and Or obviously, like the side door to the backyard. It's weird. And they don't see anyone, so they're assuming he's up in the air. Right. They're like, where is he? Where and is he? And the dad's like, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scott is actually just hiding behind them, behind the house. And yeah. then he, like, hops out and hops down and goes, oh, like he landed. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Molly's like, I don't believe this shit. And then the grandpa pulls him aside and is like, I don't believe this shit. <laughs> and Scott confesses and confides into in the grandpa. Gran- you need to try that <laughs> sentence again. And then Scott confesses and confides in the grandpa and, you know, tells him, yeah, I don't have any powers. Mm-hmm. I'm faking it because, you know, I don't want to disappoint my family. And the grandpa's like, they're going to love you no matter if you have powers or not. Yeah. like, But the grandpa's okay. also not going to give away a secret. He's like, that's yeah. your job to tell them. Mm-hmm. But I just know that I support you whether you have powers or not. Yeah. Um. So then his 14th birthday comes up. Mm-hmm. They have the party. They invite right. all the superheroes. Yep. Oh, which, by the way, we didn't mention this. <clears throat> but, like, this is in... DC and Marvel universe as well. Like they mentioned Clark Kent. There's no line here. There's no line. There's no separate Disney Channel universe. The the up, up and away, the Marshall family is the glue. Is the bridge between the two universes. And the dark horse. Because they mentioned like, they're like, do you know how to get spider webs out of carpet? Because we had Spider-Man over for dinner. And then later the grandpa's like, Clark Kent Kent stole my thing because he's man of steel. And apparently he's like Commodore steel or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's really funny because it's like, <laughs> <There's>, wait, what? <laughs> there's no line in this in these universes for this movie. No. They're just like hanging out with every superhero. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> so on his 14th birthday, still no powers for for Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's in his costume and his parents decide to give him the name. What's his name? Warrior Eagle? Yeah, they mix uh, their the ship mom and dad's. Name. Yeah, <laughs> they mix the mom and dad's names because he has flight and and uh, strength. So he's warrior eagle, right? So basically, uh, Malcolm's like the only way that this plan goes wrong is if Nina tries to stop us. So they attempt to murder her. Yeah, they like drop her off in a warehouse and they like blow it up and then they're like let's go get tacos and they get in the van and they drive off they try to kill her but it doesn't work because nina's like just in the building she's gonna yeah, die if no inhaling helps smoke but she's not dead yet so all these superheroes get an alert that there's a fire and they say hey warrior eagle this is your time to shine right it's you your have birthday. these powers it's your birthday this can be your first win which i feel like this is very fitting that we're recording on your birthday <laughs> hey 
the grandpa is outside doing God knows what, so he's not listening to what's happening. Is the grandpa's talking to Molly or something? Oh yeah, that's right. They're like playing a game, maybe or a card game or something. Yeah. Either way, he's in the backyard and not paying attention, and so the father sends him off. Uh, Scott pretends to fly to fly again, and then ends up just riding his bike to the burning building, which they see on the news. So it's like, <laughs> there that was number one. They were like, okay, so he doesn't fly. Yeah. <laughs> so he. He's riding his bike to the building. Uh, he hops in. Somehow he gets into the building. Which, you know, good on Scott. He, yeah. He decided he was like, I, still I don't have save powers, her. but I'm going to do my best. Exactly. So then he goes in there. He finds Nina. They're trying to find a different way out. And I she's guess. like, can't you fly or something? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I can't do that. So he basically is trying to get her out the old-fashioned way, like how firefighters do. <laughs> With a fire hose. Yeah, so they hop out of the top window. Super dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back, and the grandpa's like, where's Scott? And the dad explains, well, he's going to save this girl from a burning building. And then the grandpa's like, oh, shit. Like, I got to <laughs> tell you something. We got to have a conversation over here. Yeah, and so then he, we go back to Scott and Nina. They're trying to get down the building for this fire hose. Now, the firefighters, the actual firefighters... They have, have ladders. They've already shown up, and they have ladders. You can't tell me they don't. And they're just standing there at the bottom of the building going, Come on, kids. Be careful. <laughs> you got this. And they're hanging on by just Literal a small thread. thread fire hose in the building. Because then the fire hose starts to become loose. Yeah, so naturally. now it's breaking off the wall. So they're about to like fall to their deaths, and it's like, you firefighters could have helped if you had gotten the freaking yeah, ladder out. Bullshit firefighters. Why aren't <laughs> you doing like, your job? Or like, gotten a couple of you to stand underneath to catch them if they did fall. Like, right. what the heck? It's not that big of a drop. I mean, it's a big drop, but it's not like a huge drop where yeah. they're gonna die from the f- height that they're at. Right. So they end up falling, but... Bronze Eagle. He comes swoops in, in. Swoops in. Carries them to safety and is pissed he's like why didn't you tell me and then you need a bike home right now right and then in this tumble scott drops his mask loses it so then he goes back home um his parents are like son we don't care that you don't have powers you shouldn't have lied to us and then risk your life and nina right endangered yourself and another person and so they're they're working that out with each other and then uh, Nina picks up Scott's mask mm-hmm. for whatever unknown reason. I guess it's because she didn't really know that Malcolm was the one that blew up the building. She goes she back to Malcolm. Because yeah. I, 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 the only way that she goes back is that she didn't know that they blew it up on purpose. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to kill her. So Unless she's just a <laughs> moron. I don't know. So then she brings this mask to them. They are somehow able to scan it for DNA and they, they find a match. for who fits it. Oh, okay. Properly. Which is weird because I feel like there are more than one per people, it's you know? It's like the Cinderella thing with the shoe. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way there's n- not multiple people with the same size foot. All right. So the mask, they're able to identify it as Scott's. And, and they're then, they're like, okay, so there's this superhero family, you know, family that we need to worry about who might get in the way of, of what we're trying to do. Right. So then they try to... Malcolm ends up wanting to specifically brainwash Scott and his entire family. Um, in a different way. 
in a different way to make them like evil minions almost. Right. So he wants to basically have the superheroes be brainwashed into robbing the bank because he still wants to rob a bank. Right. So then Scott gets to school. The dumbass teacher takes <laughs> takes him aside and is like, hey, Malcolm, that guy for Earth Protectors is here, and he specifically wants to work on, you know, this CD-ROM with you, which sounds creepy. Yeah, like, why would you allow that <laughs> What happen? a stupid teacher. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So he goes into the principal's office, and, and he, he sits, sits there. Down. And the, they start playing the Earth Protectors thing. And I'm not exactly sure what goes on in the office because they do not show it. But they do show Scott making that dumb face because all the kids have weird faces <laughs> whenever got, they're getting hit. They've got this weird, like, open, gape, gaping like, mouth open. Like, if their mouth, if you, if I could make a sound that makes sense to go with that, it'd go, <laughs> duh. Yeah. It's like, a very duh sound. Yes. I mean, face. Face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, duh. <laughs> Then, you know, they give him this specific disc and then also s- tell Scott, hey, watch this with your parents. Well, they, they say all of the kids have to watch this homework assignment with their parents. Right. And he, she's like, oh, Scott, they gave me a separate one just for you. Yeah, special And it's one. got like a red E on it instead of the green E. Which he means, you know. What which that? means like all the other discs are what Nina wants is the environmentally friendly discs. Right. This specific one is, is for robbing the bank and so, corrupting the superheroes. Right. So he bumps into Amy on his way out of class. She falls down. So he's got like a shoulder of steel or something. <laughs> and then their discs get mixed up. Amy takes the red E home. And is like, mom, you have to watch this one yeah, with me. We have to watch this together. That's the assignment. But I don't think they watch it together. I think Amy's mom just watches it by herself. Because it doesn't make sense. I'm not sure. It doesn't make sense otherwise. I guess that's true. (laughs) But Scott is convinced, you know, this is the source of evil. Mm -hmm. He's like, it has to be. Because when he came out of the principal's office, Randy was like, dude, you were in there for two hours. Yeah, and he's like, this is weird that this keeps happening. Right. And he's trying to prove this to his family. His family's already kind of upset with him. They're like, I don't know, son. Right. They think that it's just his excuse of getting out of the stealing the money thing. Yeah, stealing the money. And he's already been lying. So Mm -hmm. then he sits down. He plays the disc. And it's like, recycle, kids. And And his parents are like, really? All right, good job. (laughs) Well, because they got like their other son to be like, if you see any funny business, you cut that cord with yeah. your electricity. Yeah, exactly. So he's all prepared to blow the computer up, and then it's just like a duck saying, recycle, kids. It's a worm, but okay. I don't remember. <laughs> a duck? A duck and a worm look Shut very up. different. <laughs> <laughs> so then Amy's mother is the one that gets the bad disc. Yeah. And she ends up going to a bank. And robbing them. Yeah, she says, this is a holdup. But can I just say, <laughs> when she says this is a holdup, she's got a purse, you know, and side her hand's purse. in the purse, and her hand is in the purse underneath it, as if she's got like a gun in her purse. But it's just her fist. But they it's don't show just... the gun because a, it's Disney, and b, <laughs> did she really have a gun? No, I don't know. That's why it's funny. It's like, <laughs> is she really holding up this place, or is she just putting her fist in her purse and threatening people? Right, like when people they w- we aren't going to know either way because, like you said, they aren't going to show a gun on Disney no. Channel, but. <laughs> but but it happened, and uh, basically the whole point was for the 
the robbery to happen and then she would meet them at the Earth Protectors headquarters and give them the money, basically. Right. And it it's also Malcolm wanting to capture the superheroes. The superheroes so that they're not a problem for them when they rob banks anymore. Right. Hi, I'm Trudy, and you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DEFG. And, um, Trudy isn't here today. But I do have a special guest. And her name is Judy. She is my cousin from whatever town we come from. And she is just a firecracker when you get to know her. I'm so excited. She's a wild one. Her name is Judy. So Judy with the big bad booty, say hello. Hi. She's a little shy. But um, like I said, once once we get going, you'll you'll warm up, Judy. I was so laughing if you couldn't tell. So today we have a product. It's called a board game. What? It's a board game, Judy. Can't you hear me or what? Yeah. You can hear me or no? Yes. Okay, you can hear me. So a board game, do you know what a board game is? No. So a board game is a game you play when you're bored. That wasn't a joke. It was a serious description of the item, Judy. Oh, sorry. So anyway, when you play a board game, you could play it with multiple people. Wow. You can never really play it by yourself. Oh. So it's kind of stupid to play it when you're bored, isn't it? (laughs) What are you laughing at, Judy? You. Why are you laughing at me? (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Judy, this is why I love having you on. Thank you. <laughs> so, how? What? What, Judy? How much does it cost? Judy, you know you can speak up. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be so shy. Yeah. It costs $50. Actually, you know what? It depends on the board game. Oh. If you're getting a game for when you're really, really bored, it's about 500 bucks. But if you're oh. getting a game for when you're just slightly bored, then it's usually around forty nine ninety nine. But, but if 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 you play it by yourself, no, no, no. I just said you can't play a board game by yourself. Okay. I don't know of any. Do you? I I don't. This is the first time I'm hearing about board games. Oh, okay. Well, you don't remember playing board games when we were younger. Of course you don't, because this is a new, fresh, off the market, new product. I remember when you would slap us with planks. What? That, that was a board game, right? Yeah, I miss Trudy. You know what? You can get this product. There's multiple. There's different kinds of board games. Um, you could get this product at our website backslash Trudy. Trudy. Can they get discount for Judy? No, Judy doesn't get a discount. Oh. There's no family discount. Oh. You're not even my real cousin, Judy. What? I picked you up off the street. You don't remember that? Oh, that's right. Back to the podcast. And we're back. So, as we had said, Amy's mom has now gone to the Earth Protector's headquarters. And Malcolm's like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, I'm here. I've got the money for you. And he's like, oh, shit. We wanted to get the superhero family. Yeah. So, in order to lure the superhero family, they hold Amy's mother captive in their lair. Yeah. And And they hang up the mask with, like, string. Yeah. 
So now, so now the Marshall family's like, well, we got to go save her. And Scott goes and lets Amy and Randy know the truth about his superhero family, mm-hmm. about what's going on with Amy's mom. About how he was the kid that save, tried to save Nina from the burning building. Yep. And so they're like, what the hell? And Randy says, your dad is Bronze Eagle, and he's freaking out. Uh-huh. Um, is your mom's warrior woman? It's kind of like the Spider-Man thing uh-huh. of like, what, you're Spider-Man? And this was roughly around the time that we decided Randy was the best character. Yeah, Randy, the best friend, is, is the so funniest funny. kid ever. He was so a hoot and a half. <laughs> he was so funny. I love him. And uh, just basically from this point on to the end of the movie, I was just dying laughing at Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this kid is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get to headquarters. Now the superhero family, the Marshalls, they get into the building, but Amy's mother is completely surrounded by a tinfoil cage. Yeah. And like said before their weakness is tinfoil so when so when the mom touches the tinfoil she's like ah there's (laughs) this whole special effect that really is terrible but and their powers are weakened by the tinfoil yes so now malcolm captures them it has them all tied up but scott randy and amy are still you know sneaking in Mm -hmm. trying to save the day nina now realizes malcolm is full-on evil yeah and She's like, what are you doing? He's trying to reprogram this family completely to be evil, geared towards evil, and do his evil bidding. And so he's got them set in front of those computers. And Nina is trying to stop him, but not working. It's still going. The program is still going. Yeah. So then Scott, Randy, and Amy show up. Yeah. And they, I don't remember exactly what happens. I think it's Amy's idea. She brought the soccer ball because they're coming from their soccer practice or they were going to go to soccer practice. Well, Malcolm sees them and he tries to stop them. Right. Um, because they they basically decide that they're going to go help Scott's family. And so their plan was to kind of make it seem like they had a bunch of people there shooting guns. Right. And uh, their way of portraying gunfire Oh, yeah. Is He's stomping bubble on bubble wrap. <laughs> That's right. And they're like, we got you surrounded. <laughs> and then they all duck down really low. But fun fact for you, popping bubble wrap doesn't sound like shooting a gun. Yeah, I was like, at bubble all. wrap does not equal gunshots, kids. No, does not. <laughs> so don't try that at home. Um, Maybe firecrackers. <laughs> yeah, I would believe that. But still, it was a whole mess. And then they capture them and they find That's out that right. Randy and Amy are not superheroes because... They're okay to touch tinfoil. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. But technically, wouldn't Scott as well, since he doesn't have powers? I, I don't know. If, I don't know. Because yeah. he never touches it, so yeah. we are not able to know. But Amy has a soccer but ball. But Amy has a soccer ball because she has her backpack still. Right. Because they came from school to practice to this warehouse, basically. Yep. Uh, actually, no. They didn't even go to practice. I know. They were ready for practice because it was end yeah. of school. But oh, but, but Amy was in, like, the office waiting because her mom is, you know, yeah. getting arrested. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Amy has this yeah. be- uh, soccer ball. She throws it over to Scott. It's basically her idea. To she kicks it over to him. Yeah. Sorry. She kicks okay. over the ball to Scott and kind of inspires him, gives him the idea to kick this ball it's almost like he's weaving the ball through the bodyguards. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have this whole like 
like it's like back and forth like epilepsy like yeah it's not good thing and they don't give a warning before I hope either. there I hope there's a warning at least at the bottom of the description on Disney Plus I, yeah I don't know but um it like goes back and forth and you see like the parents and their eyes are turning green and so is the the brother and like they're watching this like mind control video thing and it's terrible and it's bad and, and then it's it- like total domination in two minutes <laughs> yeah and so scott is like weaving back and forth with this freaking <laughs> soccer ball it's the scene in the movie that goes on a little too long yeah like it's like supposed to be climactic but you're just sitting there going shoot when it already is this gonna be done just kick the ball either so, miss or, or hit it i don't know so he finally kicks the ball smashes the computer system which there were three computers and he only hit one so that i'm confused i guess you hit one you hit them all i guess so (laughs) um but yeah so he hits the computer yeah that ends the hypnotism transmission which i mean doesn't make any sense either because you've been hypnotized up until 30 seconds of well because their more adult brains are needed for a longer time period okay all right that's that was the whole thing about it only working on adolescent minds. I guess that makes sense. Scott saves the day. The parents and the brother, they're all released. They're free. Yep. And now Adam, who which is Silver Charge, the older brother, who's got the super speed and electricity, he's able to burn memories out of people's minds, which, which doesn't sound healthy. Like, not good. <laughs> like, they're going to have brain cancer yeah, later in life. It, it doesn't sound healthy in the too slightest. Much. No. But he's going around, he's, like, taking away the villain's memories, but mm-hmm. also he's taking away, like, Amy's mother's memory. And, and then Amy's he and gets to Randy's. A- and- right, he gets to Amy. Amy's talking to Scott saying, I like you. Yeah, like, she's I like, have a crush on you. Yeah, she says, I like you. And he goes, what? I like you, too. And they, like, confess that they like each other. And she's like, will you go to the dance with me? And he's like, yeah, of course. And then the brother, the brother immediately, he's like gonna zap her memory, and Scott goes, "No, please don't, don't!" And then he zaps her memory. It was pretty funny. It's and like then, yeah, typical brotherly thing to do. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes to zap Randy's, and Randy's like, "Please, I won't tell anybody. I promise. Like, I just want to know. I just want to remember like everything that just happened." Yeah. And Scott's like, "Please, like, Randy has." been my best friend since forever he deserves deserves to know and it'd be good to have someone to talk to right and his mom is like you know what he's right like he's gonna need somebody like throughout his adult years to to just talk to about this stuff because his age because he's he doesn't have powers he's gonna need somebody to talk to about not having powers and like what his family is doing yeah and why he's like worried about certain things right um so they let Randy keep his memory. Yes, which is great because we love Randy. Yeah, we love Randy. Wish there was a sequel to this, honestly. I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'd like it with just like Randy and But they have to bring back Scott. all of the original people, not new people. Yeah, I know. Like they did with freaking Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> then we flash forward to the soccer game. Amy and Scott are now talking they're team is going to vote on who's going to be captain mm-hmm. and right now there's like a, a tie right and amy says i vote scott and then scott's like really and she's like yeah i think you should be captain he says well i vote amy so now it's a tie between amy and scott and the coach is like are you guys cool with being co-captains and then amy says yeah i'm fine with that and scott's like yeah hell yeah and that's when you kind of, Scott's like, okay, so she still does like me. Yeah, not just because she found out about the superhero thing. She likes me because she likes me. That yeah. Thing. So, Which is cute. 
Yeah, and then it ends with Randy talking to Scott, and he's like all excited, like, "Oh, I want to meet more superheroes," mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the movie. I personally, I don't know. I liked the moral of this lesson better than the moral of Sky High. Not saying that the movie overall is better than Sky High, but yeah. I did like the moral of the, the fact that he doesn't end up getting powers. Yeah, he doesn't end <clears> up getting <throat> powers, and his parents still see that he's a brave hero, mm-hmm. and the, and that they don't need him to have powers for him to be important or special or valued to them. Yeah, like that's super important, especially since in Sky High, Kurt Russell's like. He's, like, disappointed that his son yeah. isn't going to follow in his footsteps. And when he, re- yeah, you can see it in his face when he realizes that his son might not have powers or is a sidekick. Mm-hmm. And then when he does get powers, he turns evil. <laughs> we're not we're not talking about Sky High, though. We're talking about Up, Up, and Away. So it's fine. It's good. It's fine. Anyways. What was <laughs> your moral still, of the story, Melissa? My moral of the story was don't mess with people's free will. I think that was hmm. a big ethical dilemma of this whole film. Yeah. Was even Nina, who was going to brainwash them for good, that's still taking away the choice. You're taking away free will. You're taking Which, away mean, people's choices. That is the lesson that like, Nina learned. She was like, I'm just going to try and do it in like the natural way. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, inform people of how to treat your environment better mm-hmm. instead of trying to brainwash them into doing good things. Because that never works. Yep. Um, my moral of the story is actually a quote from Scott. You don't need powers to help people. It's true. And I thought that that was like, yeah, it's a, a very good line and also like a very sweet like sentiment. Because Randy and Amy were like, dude, we don't have powers. How can we help your parents? And he's like, you don't need powers to help people. Like you don't need powers to be a good person or be a kind person or help people out when they're down and, you know. Or be a hero. Right. And I thought that was really awesome. And it's true. There's thousands and thousands of heroes and we don't have superheroes in this world. Right. Exactly. (laughs) There's no superpowers, but there are plenty of heroes. Mm -hmm. So that was Up, Up, and Away. Happy birthday, Melissa. (laughs) Thanks, Ariana. I love you so much. I love you too. Wow. Guys, this is what it's like to be friends and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. Oh, man. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Forever and